0: Welcome to episode 125 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamio. And I'm
1: Hillary Dockerty. Hillary. <laughs> So good to see your beautiful face oh in person oh my
0: god what a what it's two weeks this dude has we been. <laughs>
1: the two of us have been through it honey through it oh my god i'm over it already me too fuck covid uh, fuck, fuck everything
0: fuck fucking <laughs> COVID. like honestly like we can't be done with covid mm. and i've already done covid with my children and i had to yeah. do it again yeah like that's some bullshit.
1: Yeah, but you were you were saying last night you think it was one. You one of your sons tested positive, but you you were thinking this is last week. Yeah, that um, it was maybe a false positive. Even. Maybe a
0: false po- Or who knows? Or maybe he had minor symptoms for days, mm. and then we didn't realize it till he tested. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: But everybody in your family tested negative. I continued oh to test god. negative, even though my kids were here with me all week. I mean, that was a fucking miracle. Oh my god! But uh, what a nightmare. And I have to tell you, like I. The numbers are going up. Yes. <laughs> so. We know people. We know. Uh, it's yeah. Just, it's happening it, in our houses. So yes. like, let's all try to get back onto that because I'm, I'm still going to events and people are still not wearing masks. And yeah. when you're in the middle of COVID, like when I went to the grocery store, while the kids were here sick, um, I had, you know, I double masked going to the grocery store yeah. And there's people, you know, most people aren't wearing masks You're anymore. Wearing and masks. I felt a little judged by people, but I thought to myself, I just want to scream out like, or wear a shirt that says, my kids are at home with COVID. Yeah. Like, I just want you to know. Oh
0: my like, God. Like it's a real thing. Still. <laughs> no, it's a real thing. I mean, thankfully, yeah, thanks to the vaccine, um, because, you know, my son was vaccinated. His symptoms were very, very mild. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how it was only maybe a two day thing. And it kind of knocked it out. Or maybe because he had COVID before, mm-hmm. plus he had the vaccine that his body, you know, kind of, it, it wasn't um, the full force of it. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not my a doctor. My son
1: had the full force of it. My son had the full yeah. force. My daughter did not. She had like a sore throat and runny nose.
0: Yeah, that was that was my son. But
1: my son uh, and his poor little body, I oh. anything you could imagine that long list of like, here's all the things that could be COVID or symptoms of COVID, he fucking had it. Oh my God. He had this like weird little circle rash that like moved around his face. Wow. One afternoon. He, around four o'clock, he comes to me, he's like, my eyes hurt. He's got stuff coming out of his eyes. His <gasps> eyes are like bloodshot red. No! And I look it up and it's like pink eyes, one to 3% of people <gasps> who get COVID. And oh, I'm like, no. oh.
0: And that's like so contagious Yes, too. so I'm like,
1: now oh. you need to stay in your room because I was isolating in my room, but the two of them had the run of the house. So he goes to bed that night. He wakes up the next day, no, no pink eye. Like <laughs> it was just weird like waves of fucking shit coming on wow. him. It was so horrible. So horrible. No, it's
0: And thank God that, that it wasn't worse than that.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy about that. So uh, here we are, finally, back together. And it's yeah. a huge day for us. <gasps> oh, <laughs> so I can't tell you
0: <laughs> that the excitement is building and yeah. building. I am beyond, I don't even know. Like, yeah, I cannot too. wait. I cannot wait to just put my, you know that feeling when you put on a dress that you love? Yes. I fucking love my dress me too and I have not loved a dress in years like I have worn dresses and I'm like okay yeah it's cute or oh yeah like this is fine but this dress I'm like oh my god I love how I look in it I love every and this is like the first like post boob situation dress yeah so like it's sometimes (laughs) it's been hard for me to like figure out like what fits me because I always knew before like what fit me really well and so it was I was very nervous and i'm so happy
1: oh my (gasps) god well we are recording on may 21st saturday and tonight is our dolphin dems gala yes which we sit on the board of and so we haven't had a gala in like two years yeah well because of covid yeah the 2021
0: got canceled yes
1: so um here we are here we are and we're so (gasps) excited and uh I just can't wait for that ball to start rolling. Once everybody starts arriving. Yes. And then the ball starts rolling, like, it'll it's going to be so much fun. Gonna and there's going to be an after the party. after party is what I'm uh, waiting for. Drag show. Oh. I'm so fucking stoked. And I'm wearing not one, but two dresses, bitch. I can't wait to see this after he party A friend of mine said to me last night, what are you, Beyonce? I said, that's right. Uh-huh. I'm Beyonce. <laughs> Queen B.
0: We can all be Beyonce. That's right. Woo! I'm excited.
1: I'm excited. And we've been working really fucking hard too. Yes. Like, you know, I was up to one o'clock in the morning cutting ribbons and gluing, oh hot my gluing them and putting <laughs> pins in them. <laughs> Which I volunteered to do. I said, "Alfredo, I'm not doing anything Friday night. If you want to give me <laughs> something to do, He's like you want to cut ribbon. I'm like, sure. Oh my god! So now I'm floating, watching Sex and the City reruns, cutting ribbons and gluing. I mean, them. that sounds kind of fun. It was fucking nice. Okay. I gotta okay. say, I'm, so very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. I loved oh it. Oh my god! So uh, yeah, I'm very excited, and I'm we're giving. Um, We're awarding some incredible people in our community and in the state of Florida. So I'm really, really excited, uh, especially one of our friends, two of our (gasps) friends, actually. Yes. Miss Sarah Leonardi. (laughs) Broward County School Board member is getting ally of the year. And and let me tell you, Mm.
0: she is so incredible. Yeah. She speaks out all of the time, regardless of, of, of you know, the backlash she may get from some of these nut jobs in the community. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She, she, it's so important for our students and the staff of the, of of schools to know that there is someone speaking out for them. And it's just, I I love her so much. I'm so proud of her. And I
1: just, she's incredible. She's incredible. She is incredible. She is. And she's got one of those great husbands, you know? Who's so supportive and he just shows up to everything and walks next to her. He's very friendly and kind and he's funny. And yes, he's you could tell he just they're just super in love. I love when you see couples like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, The other person that we love so much who listens to the podcast. (gasps) (laughs) Hi. Is Nancy Fry. Yes. Nancy is the president of the Broward Young Democrats and she served on the Women's March Broward board with us. Oh my God. Lovely, lovely. And what
0: and here is another woman young
1: mm-hmm.
0: young young mother and man she brings her kids everywhere like yeah. she her kids are so immersed in the work that she does yeah. and it's so amazing like it's getting giving me goosebumps right mm-hmm. now because I feel like that's what we all should be doing. I try to bring my kids to things as much as I can. And she does so much work for so many different communities and organizations and always has her kids in tow. And I just think it's so awesome. Like, I'm like, that is it. Like, that is like, like, that's what we should all like strive
1: to be. Yeah. You know, I love it. She's incredible. Yeah. So I think, oh, I am. I'm, I'm, a, I'm presenting her award to her. Oh. So I wrote a few things, but I have to finish writing something before two o'clock because we have a rehearsal at two. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also what, what else do you have? Oh. What else do you have, anything I have? I know. I have negative I things. Okay. Well, that's all right. Let's get into it because I have a, <sighs> I, want, I have something good to end on before we start the stories. So let's get into the. The horrible oh, shit. This let me week. get
0: into. Of course, I have to mention uh, Buffalo. Oh, for fuck's sake! And it wasn't just Buffalo, California. Then had something, and then I uh, watched a very short video that just showed like, um, I think, like the past month in America mm. and how many mass shootings. And it's, it's, it's. We are out of control. Yeah, and the fact that that this mass shooting happened to um, be tied to again, again a young white boy who indoctrinated or not is a supremacist who is had a manifesto on replacement theory, that bullshit. And the irony of ironies of all of that is, um, you know, you have your Tucker Carlson's, you have all these people Mm. that kind of like um, use the dog whistles to talk about things that are basically about replacement theory. Mm -hmm. Right. And what are they so afraid of? Right. They're so afraid to be replaced to be the minority. I wonder why, why are white people afraid of that? Give me a break. Like they're so stupid. Are they afraid of being oppressed? (laughs) Is that what they're afraid of? The oppression that doesn't exist in this country? Right. It's so disgusting. And honestly, like to, to have like a news station or what's labeled a news station, have people that are spouting this garbage is frightening. Yeah. It's frightening. And then you have the Elon Musks of the world mm. who don't want to, you know, allow they want to allow all free speech because their racist pieces of shit too. It's what what's what's what are we coming to? It's it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And they don't want to teach history, right? They want, don't want to have books about race or LGBTQ or anything like that, right? Because there's no problem yet we see what happened in Buffalo, but there's no problem in America. It's so stupid. It's so incredibly stupid. But it's also
1: like that. It's also, I mean, it's that white supremacy, but it's that white, it's that male toxic uh, uh, issues as well. I mean, during that, when the kids had COVID last week, I by Tuesday or Wednesday, I couldn't get off the floor in my room. I was so fucking upset and like it set into a, a depression. I can't even explain it. It had a lot to do with my co parent doesn't really had didn't have a lot of support for me last week, right? So, like, that was made it a little bit more difficult and I felt very alone. But I know what it's like to get like really down and get dark, right? Like, right. you feel so down. Right. W- where are you as a person that you pick up a gun like that and specifically target black people? Like, what the, f- where the fuck are you right. in your head and how far gone is that? Like, at some point, all of these, these shooters yeah. have had. Incidences with the police. Incidences in schools. Right. Family members who saw things and then kind of just was like, oh, right. it'll be fine. There's got to be a point where somebody steps in and helps these folks because- Well, well we have
0: a disease. This this is a disease. White supremacy, is a, it's a disease in this country and it's, we are rotten to the core. I feel like that's the core of our country and now this disease is spreading and spreading and spreading. And it like, we-, we We have to find a way to to stop this. And things like reading books on race, right? And these other things are things that allow people to have empathy and understanding of people that are
1: different from them. But they don't want that. But it's also about, if it is this white man thing. Yeah. And it's about, it's the fear of losing power. It's the fear of... You are because like they they're know. usually the less than right. Like they're right. they're nerds or they're geeks in school and they're bullied and or whatever. Right? They're less than. And what do they need to do? They need to feel more powerful than somebody else. Right. And so white people, it's been a thing that 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 white what rich powerful white people have always kind of trickled down to poor whites. Right. Is that you are? Yeah. Okay. You have it bad, but at least you're not black. Right. Right. And that was always a thing when whites and poor whites and blacks tried to get together throughout time in this country and try to organize together, somehow the people in power always found a way to tell the white people and convince them to leave the people of color behind. It happened with women, but poor like labor folks, you know, like when they were trying to organize, things like that. So like why... Do you know what I mean? Like that's what's happening here. Right. When there's they're targeting people of colors because somehow somebody has othered them. Right. And made and made them think they're the problem. They're the reason you're poor. They're right. the reason. You oh, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I the other thing is I feel like it's time to start rooting this shit out and calling people what they are. Yeah. Because just like back in the time of, you know, the witches and um they wanted to root out the devil. Well, the devil is white supremacy mm. and we need to root out the devil in America. And yeah. we need to start calling people out for what they are and just keep doing it. We need to keep doing it. I, I don't know. On it's it, unfortunate as
1: I, because there's still a strong media presence, like even with social media, where they'll come up with excuses. I saw it's not a funny meme, but it's funny. But it was like, oh, I heard the Buffalo shooter had a toothache. Like that was his problem. Like just, oh my just god. giving excuse. Like just, it was. A, yeah, it was like a jokey meme. But it was like, here's another excuse of white white men right, going shoot right. up places. It's like, oh, my right. tooth hurts. I'm going to kill everything. It's everything,
0: but what Every, yes, it is. Right, yeah. right, right. It's
1: it's. But, but it's but, also but the way that it's portrayed in the media. The way the shooter was portrayed in the media. Oh you know, my god! One of these black teenagers that was killed by the police. They said nineteen year old black man. That's right. how they described him. But they're describing this kid as 19 year old white teenager. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. It's
0: all, it's so, it's pervasive. It's everywhere. And, and that's, those are the things that people have to keep calling out. And then as you know, mothers to sons, yep. like we have a lot of work to do and white women, this is where white women need to really do some work yeah. and really look at their own families and the people in their families and, 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 talking about, like, I talked to my sons about this shooting and, you know, my sons are, you know, they're part Latino, they're, part, you know, whatever, but they, you know, can walk through the world and look white. You mm. know what I mean? Um, especially my old, more, my oldest, more than my youngest. And they need to understand like what that means and what they look like and what that means in the world. Yeah. And that they can't keep their mouth shut.
1: Yeah. Well, it reminds me. I don't know if you saw this video. It was going viral this week. It was a like an Uber driver. Oh yes, and he has a yes, camera in his yes, car. Yes, yes. And he's a white guy. Oh, uh, and this drunk woman like gets in the white woman gets in the car, and she's like, "Oh, you're white," and he's like, "What?" And she's like, "Oh, I didn't know you were white. They're always sending people who aren't white." Or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And he's like, and you speak
0: English? Yo, you
1: speak English?
0: So gross. Like, get he was the like hell out.
1: you can get out. And she's like, what? And he's like, you can get out.
0: Yeah. And guess what? And then what did her husband yeah, say? Yeah. And then he he's, says, and he's he
1: says an N word lover. Yes.
0: <gasps>
1: I mean, they're not racist. But that's though. what it means to be an ally. Yeah. That guy lost money.
0: He's like, who he shit? He lost the fair, right?
1: Like, he lost it. He, he, yeah, because you have yeah. to fucking but say. This is,
0: yeah, this is, yeah, this is what we
1: have to just yeah. keep doing everywhere. I mean, we have to keep doing it everywhere. I, I've tried to, I've I've said that to my son several times because he is as white as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you have, I've told him many times, and as a 10-year-old, he's probably like, blah, blah, blah like, yeah, no, like, you know. yeah. but I said, you register. sit in the most powerful position ever. Like, you have so much power, you don't even know. And I hope you use your voice to, See right. something wrong, speak up. Always, always, always. You have to do it. And, and take a
0: back seat sometimes. How about that? Yeah. That's, well, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, the other thing I want to mention that I find so odd, and I I mean, I don't want to get into the specifics of the, of the case or the trial because I really don't know them. Uh-oh. But I'm kind of fucking creeped the fuck out. Uh-oh. By the pro-Johnny Depp, anti-Amber Heard. Uh-oh. You're pro Johnny Depp? Um, here's the thing. I know. I he's know He's got a really long history of domestic violence and and um no, and a temper ha- and he like, has a temper. But but domestic violence is a real thing with this guy. And maybe she's a little dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but there's a, there. there's a lot there. There's a lot more. There's a lot there. I mean, he's not a good guy. No, I don't think he's a good guy. So, like, why is this so funny? I think... Why is making fun of Amber Heard, who's a victim of domestic violence, Tina?
0: I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Really? I've been watching so much of this. I mean, it's really fucked up. And it's not funny. there's, there's stuff that does not hold. Okay, fine. But and, he has and, a... Hit. Like, what about the history and, of this? And I think the thing that that is problematic is... Just because like, she's like, she makes these claims and then there's photos of like the very days that she's talking about. and There's nothing wrong with her mm-hmm. that they've, you know, they're like, oh, this is the day. Oh, you said this, this, and this, and there's not a mark anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And she she seems a little cuckoo. Like when you hear like the audio tapes of stuff that she has said to him yeah. and how she has hit him. Like, I think they were both volatile That's to the thing. each other. That's
1: what I... This is I the part that are I... think they were both yes, volatile to fine. each other. I
0: don't think... But, like, here's the thing. And I think that he's a raging drunk. Yes. yes. I think that he, you know, um, is a drug user. Yes. Um, but I don't know if... I, I don't know. Like, if this case has been... And I'm always, like, believe women. But in this case, I'm like, I don't know. And the thing that upsets me is that if this is all bullshit on her end... Yeah. Then if this is dangerous for women. Well...
1: Listen, that is the totally thing. agree with that you. that is the thing totally because agree now with you. it's not now it's this whole show fine and now women have to do more work but can we just stop for a second and can we stop for a second and know that these two people had a private relationship and what happened right. behind closed doors what I've seen of the trial is he said she said and so right. what we have to do is is rely on a jury to figure out and now who are they going to side with well come on. And I here's the thing. All right, fuck that. Here's the thing. I mean, there are people so- like Lance Bass. You know yeah. who that is from NSYNC? Yes. reenacting her shit on TikTok. Yes. reenacting her testimony. This is yes. a th- even if she's let's say she's making it up and she's just fucking mentally troubled. She, she, she's let's say she's, she's men- let's say she's mentally ill. Okay, and yeah. she's on the stand and she's going but through like, her theatrics. Like when you
0: hear her, like, he's reenacting it as if it's from, a
1: joke. She's if let's say she's just yeah. mentally ill. Right, that shit is not fucking funny. That's not right. funny.
0: No, I mean, I think people think not so much that she's mentally ill. That she is. I mean, they think that she is like a calculating narcissist who. That that's sort of the the narrative that has been spun around her. But she like, I I I probably have watched way too much of this than I should have. But um, there's times where like within like five minutes on the stand, she like. It contradicts everything that she says, and it's like, no, wait a minute, you said this, and now it's something else, yeah. and that's what people are making fun of. That it's like from second to second, I understand. Nothing is making sense. But doesn't that
1: seem? Doesn't that seem like something odd for a human being to do? Doesn't that seem yeah. weird? All right, so something's not right. No, something's right? not right. And so, is the right thing to do to mock her? And to, no, like, like I mean, you should on the internet. <clears throat> it's there's hashtags. Amber Heard is an abuser. Amber Heard is a liar. Amber turd. Well, the Amber Turd thing is because she she took a dump yeah. on his
0: bed yeah okay like she That's defecated what I'm this is mental. she Unless... defecated on his bed so these are the things that they're saying like he has been dealing with like someone who's taking a like right. if, if someone that I was with
1: yeah took no, a it's... dump
0: on my side of the bed because they <laughs> uh-huh. were mad at me
1: yeah
0: I don't know I I would say like you have to go like I would not be able like. That is a step too far.
1: That's right. There's something so, wrong. There's something wrong. Right. Something. So, like now she's on trial. The best for the best this thing. stuff. Well, she's and on like, trial
0: for defamation because right. she, like, he's claiming that he lost all these roles. But the thing is, like, a lot of people have come out now to play devil's advocate. A lot of people came out and said he lost those roles because he's a drunk. Right. Because he's, he's not showing up on time. He's yeah. unprofessional. So, like, you know, is this tr- you know? It, I just think that it's they're too both fucking volatile morons and like I think psychos. he's pissed off that she was running her mouth about shit. And now he's like, well, all of that isn't true. And maybe she's embellished this. And now he's like, well, fuck, that's my reputation. His reputation may have been down the, you know, tank anyway. Here's but the thing. I don't give
1: a fuck about Johnny Depp.
0: And like, I, I got to tell you my favorite part of what? the trial. You have to look it up. It's when um, Jason, um, the Aquaman guy momoa yes when he comes on i don't know what the hell he was doing like he must have been out of his mind i don't want to say maybe i've never seen anything like what was he doing on there uh he's like hi amber and they're like don't talk to her (laughs) and he's like yeah uh." and and then he's like amber we were in the pool and i saw something floating and she said it was a but it's this turd like he was like crazy He was crazy. You see what I mean? It's like it's a clown show. It's a clown show. I was like, what am I watching
1: right now? I didn't even know he was on there. Yeah, Uh, here's thing. it was. I just think that Johnny Depp should let it go. I think he should let it go. You know, the fact of the matter is he's older. Maybe he's losing roles because he's not that fucking great anymore. Like, let's be honest. And right. so, and he looks weird. He looks weird. And uh, like, he's <laughs> a character of himself. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're, and he, he leaves, my the, husband courthouse, are, are he leaves twins. the courthouse <laughs> waving at people, cheering, people are cheering him on. Yes. And let's say the very least he hit her a couple of times. Are we cheering for this no, fucking person? No, no, I mean, I, it no. just seems, I think they're both a little mentally fucking ill and the internet is having a field day with it and I don't think it's fucking okay. It's yeah. disturbing to me. I, I don't think they should have had cameras.
0: No! I, I, I think that should have been, it. because if it was a closed case, then maybe we would have like, oh, this and this and this came out, but, you know... um,
1: and also, how do we really ever know if it's between these two people? And there were some times where there was people there. But like, how are we all supposed to really know what happened? Right. If these are the two people who are supposed to get the facts from. Right. I, you know, in the meantime, and it's, and it's, hard it's fucked up that this woman is being dragged like this. Right. I don't I just find well, it really I offensive. I
0: think it's also like the people that she had, like, around her that was living. Like, he, you know, he had these penthouses mm-hmm. and when they got married, like, he let her friends just live in the penthouses for free, like just live there. And mm. so they came on and testified and they're like, you know, have, did you see this? Did you, and they're all like, no, 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 you know, but they saw things after the fact, you know what I mean? Right. So like they saw the room trashed, but like, who knows who trashed the room? Right. Like, I think he did. I think he was a rager. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's but been whether, doing this since
1: the nineties. He was beating up, he was breaking up hotel rooms in the nineties with Kate fucking Moss. But she, I think testified he never hit her. I know.
0: <laughs> but then what's her face came out and said that he threw a bottle at her head. Ellen, Ellen, uh, Ellen Birkin, 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 Birkin yeah. yeah. I All
1: don't right. know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's fucking it's complicated. gross. The it's whole complicated. thing's gross.
1: The last thing I want to say is this. <gasps> the day this episode comes out, I will be driving. <gasps> oh, yes. To St. Augustine, Florida to see. Phoebe Bridgers, yes, girl. Oh my God, I'm. I think I might. I think I'm gonna cry. <gasps> Don't cry. It's gonna be oh my amazing. God. You're gonna be. I you're love gonna have her so much, fun. much. Oh my God. And oh I've been God. looking at tickets this week. Like remember the whole sh- <gasps> what I had to go through to get the tickets the online. Yes, it was like kicking Yes. Yes. So I was looking at tickets this week and there's tickets that are closer. Uh oh. Like in the middle and closer. I think I'm just gonna get an like a new ticket. <gasps> it's like seventy dollars, but oh, I think I'll just get a new ticket and do then it. when I get there I have these two tickets, I'll just fucking give them to somebody. Like I don't <gasps> care. Oh my god. You know? People love that if yeah, you just, just like miracle them. the a yeah. ticket. And then um, wow, the I've been looking at her merch. I'm telling you I'm buying like five hundred dollars <gasps> of shit. I fucking love she just have so her. much
0: cute, like the ghost stuff, like oh, all her cute stuff. Oh, everything is fucking Aww. skeletons. And Aww. I love the little ghost. Doesn't yes. she the little Yes, yes. I love, I like that.
1: Oh, I'm so <gasps> excited. So I've been, I've, I'm trying to avoid a lot of um, her early dates that have been happening right now. Like I think she's in Texas last night. Um, just because people put pictures up and, and fucking <gasps> videos and stuff. And I'm just like, <gasps> but I can't fucking wait. I cannot fucking wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. Mm. <gasps> I know. Oh my goodness gracious. So good things
0: happening, right? Yes. Oh wait, you're first. I am first. Are you ready? I am. This is very short and sweet. <gasps> Mine is kind of shortish too, so yay. Good.
1: Because so we have a galaxy. I was gonna say too. We us. have ten hours to get ready. Woo! <laughs>
0: We have to. We, yeah, you might see. You might see pictures of us on our Instagram. Yes. Oh,
1: Ooh. honey, we should. We should make a TikTok on this. Yes, we're gonna make a TikTok. <laughs>
0: we're gonna make a TikTok. Okay. <gasps>
1: Ooh, Well, my dresses. second gala dress is very like Stevie Nicks witchy. <gasps> so come up with a witch one for me. Oh too. my god. <laughs> so okay. Oh my god. Today, <gasps> I am covering. I former Secretary of Agriculture, Earl Butts. Ooh, (laughs) Butts. I like that. I like that. He was born in Albion, Indiana and brought up on a dairy farm in Noble County, Indiana. He was the eldest of five children and worked on the parents' 160-acre farm while growing up. He attended attended a one-room country school through eighth grade and graduated from high school in a class of seven people. Wow,
0: a one-room country school. Yeah. Can you imagine like teaching that? You'd have to teach all the different levels, yeah. you know, because you got a four year old and then there's a fifteen year old. Yeah. That's stressful. That would oh stress God. me out. Yeah. I've got so much curriculum.
1: <laughs> I mean, that'd be that'd be a good time to just be a PE teacher, yeah. Too. <laughs> he was an alumnus of Purdue University where he was a member of the Alpha Gamma Rho fraternity. Mm. He received a Bachelor of Science degree in agriculture in 1932 and then a doctorate in agriculture economics in 1937. In 1948, he became the vice president of the American Agricultural economics association sorry and three years later was named to the same post at the american society of farm managers and rural appraisers oh in 1954 he was appointed assistant secretary of agriculture by president dwight d eisenhower okay that same year he was also named chairman of the united states delegation to the food and Agricultural Agricultural. why am i having a problem with this word agriculture yeah Organization (laughs) of the United Nations. (laughs) He he left both of the aforementioned posts in 1957 when he became the dean of agriculture at at his alma mater, Purdue University. In 1968, he was promoted to the positions of dean of education and vice president of the university's research foundation. In 1968, he also ran for governor of Indiana, but came in a distant third at the Republican state convention to eventual. Eventual winner Edgar Whitcomb and future governor Otis R. Bowen.
0: Okay. So, I mean, he's got a very rich agricultural background. Mm-hmm. Like, so it makes sense that maybe he's in this position.
1: Yeah. Uh oh. So he was assistant... <laughs> so he was... Let's talk about the time he was in office. So he was assistant secretary of agriculture in Washington, D.C. from 1954 to 1957 under Eisenhower. In 1971, President Richard Nixon appointed Butts as secretary of agriculture, a position which he continued to serve after Nixon resigned in 1974 as a result of the Watergate scandal. He was secretary of agriculture from 1971 to 76 under Presidents Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. Okay. In his time heading the USDA... But drastically changed federal agricultural policy and re-engineered many New Deal-era farm support programs. For example, he abolished a program that paid corn farmers to not plant all their land.
0: So, okay, say that again.
1: He abolished a program that paid corn farmers to not plant all their land.
0: Oh, wait, so that they don't, like... So that they do it in the cycles, so that right. the soil remember, doesn't get like eroded or messed up, or if you're planting too much. Yes okay. yes. okay. This
1: program had unsuccessfully attempted to prevent a national oversupply of corn and low, low corn prices uh, because there was that's what a lot of farmers were doing. And they remember later on, they do that in genetically engineered corn. Yes. Where the government pays them to not to not pay make good corn, but right. the gen- genetically the GMO, engineered corn. Yeah. Ooh. His mantra to farmers was, "quote Get big or get out." End quote. And he urged farmers to plant commodity crops such as corn from fence row to fence row. Oh, these political, pol- these policy shifts coincided with the ma- rise of major agribusiness corporations and the declining financial stability of the small family farm. Butts took over the Department of Agriculture during the most recent period in American history that food prices climbed high enough to generate political heat. In 1972, the Soviet Union, suffering disastrous harvest, purchased 30 million tons of American grain. Butts had helped to arrange that sale in the hope of giving a boost to crop prices to bring rec- restive farmers tempted to vote for... Go- George McGovern, into the Republican fold. Oh, here we go. He was featured in the documentary, King Corn, recognizes the person who started the rise of corn production, large commercial farms, and the abundance of corn in American diets. Because oh. remember, they use that corn in syrups, yes. right? In uh, yes. sugars, what's, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, corn syrup. Corn syrup. And, and corn syrup's in fucking everything. Yeah, It's in
0: everything. That, I never think about like how corn syrup is made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then cereals. Yeah. And it's not like... Corn is good, but it's yeah. not like a very nutritious, yeah, vegetable. Like compared to like spinach or kale or like other vegetables, yeah, you know.
1: So by artificially increasing demand for food, food production became more efficient and drove down the cost of food for everyone. Okay. So a couple of things he said. These are these are the scandals. He just was a big mouth. Like, he think he's funny, so he did. A, there was a pope joke. Now. In 1970s, we don't make fun of the Pope. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe you did. I mean, but it's not good luck. <laughs> okay. So, at the 1974 World Food Conference in Rome, Butts made fun of Pope Paul the Fourth's, oh. um, I'm sorry, Sixth, opposition to population control by quipping in a mock Italian accent, "He no play of the game. He <gasps> no make of the rules." End quote. What? <laughs>
0: So not only does he insult the pope, but he insults the Italian people.
1: make <laughs> a spokesman for Cardinal what? Cook, I'm insulted. Yeah, I'm me insulted. Too. Me too. <laughs> a spokesman for Cardinal Cook of the New York Archdiocese demanded an apology, and the White House requested that he apologize. but issued a statement saying that he had not quote intended to impugn the motives of or the integrity of any religious group, ethnic group, or religious leader. End quote. Uh-huh. I mean, that's exactly what you did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Through wow. a spokesman,
1: he stated that media outlets had taken this position of a statement out of their original context, which was of that of retelling a joke. Okay. So what? it's not my fault y'all don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. no. It's not my fault. No. Okay, so no. here's something. Here's like the main fucking joke that he Ooh. told. And here's the thing. If he's saying things like this in public in front oh, of loud, other people- yeah. What is he saying behind closed doors? And, and, you know, everyone said, oh, he's a cut up, you know, like he would say funny things all the time, but yeah, no, um, no. Okay. Uh-oh. So news wait. outlets revealed a racist remark he <gasps> made in front of entertainers Pat Boone and Sonny Bono and former White House Counsel John Dean while aboard a commercial flight to California following the 1976 Republican National Convention. Oh my
0: God! So the
1: October 18th, 1976 issue of Time reported the comment while obscuring its vulgarity, but I'm gonna um, I'm gonna say the whole thing. Uh, but started by telling a dirty joke involving intercourse between a dog and a skunk. And when the conversation uh. turned to politics, Boone Pat Boone, a right-wing Republican, asked Buzz why the Party of Lincoln was not able to attract more blacks. <laughs> this Pat Boone sticks to singing, you I stupid mean, fuck! Oh my god! The secretary responded, "Is he
0: the one that had the floppy hat or something?" No, but he had like that
1: quaffed like. Oh yeah, hair. yeah, 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 Ugh, yeah. yeah. He's still a fucking. I I don't know if he's still loud, but I remember yeah. him <laughs> in the '90s being uh. a fucking loudmouth Republican. Uh. So Butts, the the secretary Butts, he responded with a line so obscene and insulting to blacks (gasps) that it forced him out of the cabinet and jolted the whole Ford campaign. No! What the hell did he say? Oh, no. I'm sorry. (sighs) Oh, God. Okay. Quote, I'll tell you what the coloreds want. (gasps) It's three things. A tight pussy. (gasps) Second, loose shoes. And third, a warm place to shit, and Oh,
0: quote. ew. What is wrong with him? I mean, and Sonny Bono's on this plane? Yeah.
1: Sonny Bono's sitting there.
0: And he doesn't, like, punch this guy in the face?
1: No. See, that's why shares the shit. You understand? Yes. She fucking that's why that she dumped short his, motherfucker. Yeah, his tiny ass. Fuck you. So <laughs> that's a hell of a line. And also, like I, I don't even who under, doesn't well, want all of those things. I, know. I don't know how that's distributed to blacks. <laughs> who doesn't want a tight pussy and loose news <laughs> in a warm place to take a shit, Tina? Aren't we all looking for that? I mean, yeah. Why Hi. not? Hi.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't even understand it. I. May, I I'm, Maybe I'm just too stupid. He thinks he's funny.
1: He thinks he's funny.
0: Yeah. So I,
1: after some indecision, Dean, who is uh, the hold on, let me see the White House Counsel who was on the plane he used the line in rolling stone attributing it to an unnamed cabinet officer oh
0: god but new
1: times magazine enterprisingly sleuthed out buds butts's identity by checking the itineraries of all yeah. cabinet members <laughs> you dummy oh my you know, god like, this, is, so this funny. is why journalists are yeah. freaking amazing and you know, and this oh. Is before oh it was on um, let me go see what's happening yeah by the way this is before google right so you just yes. had to do a little bit of extra legwork this is Google. This is why Google's so great. Well, that's Someone probably like, like, that's
0: probably public like, uh, uh, information. Yeah. Like to see yes, where, they these people, to they where they have their to say, where they have to
1: schedule. Yes. Mm. Okay. So he, of course, uh, not of course, but wow. He resigns October 4th, 1976. <laughs> right. Like that would never happen. Today. Yeah. It's like, he's never like, he's today. like, Oh, he you want maybe, to talk about tight pussies? Bye. Right. He would like, be the, the accolades
0: that would be surrounding him from like the, the Fox news of the world. Like, yeah. He would be celebrated.
1: Yeah. So the reference in time was to, of course, Dean, the John Dean's article published in Rolling Stone, <laughs> that quote, it. in any case, according uh, to the Washington Post, anyone familiar with Beltway politics could, quote, have not. The tiniest doubt in their minds to which cabinet officer, unquote, uttered it like everybody knew because this is how he was. The Associated Press sent the uncensored quotation over the wire, but the Columbia, Columbia Journalism Review identified only two city newspapers, the Toledo Blade in Ohio and the Madison Capital Times in Wisconsin, that published the remark, <gasps> Unchanged, Ooh. 1974. Yeah, that's a big, that's mm-hmm. big for yeah. then. Uh, others Espe- changed yeah, the especially quote especially like yeah, yeah 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 others changed the quote in some cases replacing the female genital reference with a tight obscenity <laughs> and the s- scatological reference with a warm place to vulg- vulgarism it said oh, or warm to- toilet seats
0: oh warm toilet seats yeah. okay um the lubbock avalanche I mean, journal I, I, not for nothing i wouldn't mind a warm toilet seat
1: yeah That's what I mean. Like like, this quote is so fucked. I don't understand understand it. Yeah. Do white guys want a loose pussy?
0: Uh, I'm I'm confused. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand. But maybe because we're not like, I don't understand the joke. All I know is
1: that I know I could never have this, but I'd love this episode to just be called pussy. (laughs) A word that I have embraced. Over yes time. Ooh. the lubbock Aval- avalanche journal said the original statement was available in the newspaper office more than 200 by- stopped by to read it so p- they wouldn't even issue it wow you just come by and everybody's reading the words wow the san diego even evening tribune so offered different. to mail a copy of the whole quotation to anyone who requested it more than thir- three thousand <laughs> readers did because we love they it know. we love they our obscenities in, in america the quotation was among the inspirations behind the comedy film Loose Shoes, particularly the sketch Darktown After Dark, made in 1977 but released in 1980.
0: What is um, that? What is that? Is this,
1: I have no idea. I didn't look it up. Yeah, I'm like, this sounds some like movie. some Like,
0: is it some racist Loose Shoes movie?
1: No. Okay. Okay, so um, hit a little aftermath, and uh, when he died, so Butts returned to West La- uh, Lafayette, Indiana, and was named Dean Emeritus. Oh, a Purdue school of agriculture. This is when he, you wow, <laughs> way to go Purdue.
0: Wait, this is the stuff that people need to call out. Yeah. No. Like what are you no, doing? We're going to give them a job. What? And you know, their tuition there and how many people do their little mm. online, like, especially in the world of education, they have like their online, like, uh, uh, programs
1: for teachers. Come on. Yeah. On May 22nd, 1981, Butts pleaded guilty to federal tax evasion charges for having underreported income he earned in 1978. Uh, On June 19th, he was sentenced to five years in prison. All but 30 days of the term was suspended. Wow. He did 30 days. Holy crap. For a five-year sentence. Well, this is what I mean. You know he had powerful friends, of right? Of course. Like he gets fired. He's still resigned from this. And they take it. He goes right back to Indiana. And it's like, oh, here's our friend. We're going to put him. We're going to give him work. We're going to As gonna a let him dean go. of a university. and Like that is a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. It's
0: a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Um, he was also fined $10,000 in order to pay $61,183 in civil penalties. Oh, well, that's a lot but, of money. Yeah. But then. he's got money. Yeah. Butts continued to serve on corporate boards and speak on agricultural policy wow. at an international conference in Geneva, Switzerland, sponsored by Agra Energy Roundtable on May 23rd, 1983. Butts warned his audience concerning ethanol production and subsidies. Those who ride the tiger may find dismounting difficult. End oh quote. God, this is guy quicks. But ethanol, all that stuff, this isn't this like, this is the stuff that he was pushing before. Right. Um, a number of those present had present, represented their countries during the famous 1974 World Food Security Summit in Rome, where he did that, that joke. Ugh. Where Butts had led the U.S. delegation. Um, he died in his sleep, February 2nd, 2008, in Kensington, Maryland. Oh, he lived a long time. Yeah. Um, and at his death, he was the oldest living former cabinet member with from any administration. Wow. I mean, yeah. That's Earl Butts. Wow. B U T Z. He's an and ass. He's- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Ooh, short and sweet, baby. All right. Well,
0: I'm going to turn things the other way. I'm sorry. God damn it. I'm sorry. All right. Let me get
1: coffee. Okay. I'm Richie, a.k.a. Midnight Agent Raw. I'm Devin, a.k.a. Special Delivery Dev. We're the Super Media Bros Podcast. And each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, pro wrestling, and much more. Check us out at supermediabrospodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Shades on, we're off.
0: All right, so um, I'm going to kind of start with this uh, quote um, that is... It's often been attributed to um, Sinclair Lewis, but he didn't actually say it. Um, And it's sort of the gist of his book, uh, It Can't Happen Here, Mm. which um, this summer I'm planning to read from top because I've read like little parts here and there, but I need to read the entire thing. And my husband keeps telling me like, you need to read this book because it's like what's happening in America now, even though he wrote this a long time ago. But um, the, the quote is, when fascism comes to America, it will be wrapped in the flag and carrying a cross. Mm. And that sounds about right with what's Jesus. happening today, right? Yes. I mean, with MAGA and like the evangelicals, like this is, what, this is what's happening. Yeah. So today I'm going to tell you the story of white nationalist and oh. domestic terrorist, oh, okay. Christopher Hassan.
1: Oh! So, whoa, oh! Is this a military shooting? Yes. Ah! Oh, I've almost done this one because <gasps> this is in Texas, right? Uh, this is in Maryland. Oh! Oh! This is oh. There's one. one in Texas, and it's yes. the same. All right. Well, wanna, it's not
0: a military shooting. He's a military guy. Okay. Okay. There's, there's a, shooting a shooting at a military
1: base mm-hmm. in Texas, and this military base, I'm going to cover it. I can't yes. remember the name of it right now. There's a military base in Texas. Where there's so much violence, the girl that went missing and they found <gasps> yes, her body. Yes, that, yes, that yes, military yes, base. Yes, yes,
0: yes. yes. And I there, was, exactly a, there was, was also there was also a shooting there. It was yes. a
1: Muslim American, yes. and they made it like, oh, it's because he's Muslim. Yes, but there's so much violence at that military base. I All that like, like the American number military of
0: needs to start addressing the white supremacy that are you know, yeah. uh, that's in its ranks too. Oh shit. All right, so Christopher Hassan began his military career in 1988 and later served in the U.S. Coast Guard for over 20 years. Mm. But when his home is raided in 2019, the FBI finds a cache of weapons and letters revealing a dangerous murder plot. No. Sorry. Our story takes place in Maryland, and my husband and I talk about Maryland all the time because he's like, this is the place where we need to move to because it's more liberal and— you know, yes, there are of course Republicans, and that's fine. But um <laughs> as a potential we'll like it. safe state to yeah. move to one day of like things continue to get horrible, or like when our kids are older, or you know what I mean, like. Yeah.
1: But it's not. Baltimore all... is like such a fucking great city. <sighs> such I really, a great city. I mean, I really think and it would be cool at Baltimore. I mean, in Baltimore, it's so, it's close to so many other places. Yes, you could be in DC in that, fucking yes, 25 minutes. You can be in New York. we were talking like, about. Northern like,
0: like it's like, and it's close to like Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like it's close to everything. Yeah. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows as we'll see with this guy. Mm-mm. So I don't have like a whole ton of background on um, uh, Hassan, but what I found was, and this was reported by the New York times that he served in the Marines first from 1988 to 1993. So he had five years there. Then he did two years of active duty with the uh, Army National Guard. Then he served in the Coast Guard for that 20-year time period. And from 2016 onward, he was working as an acquisitions officer for the Coast Guard. And he was a lieutenant. So he, I think he had the lieutenant title maybe from his earlier um, military career, and it carried over into Mm. the Coast Guard. So... I'm going to just jump right into it. Oh, shit. In February 2019, the FBI raids the home of Christopher Hassan, and they find that this lieutenant of the U.S. Coast Guard, and also an alleged white nationalist, Mm. according to letters he had on his computer, had a stockpile of weapons in his home along with drugs. He had 15 firearms, and the post is online. um, And on our socials, I'm going to show a picture of, like, what they found. Okay. And you can see like the cash for yourself, but the types of weapons he had were seven rifles, two shotguns, four pistols, two revolvers, silencers, and thousands of rounds of ammunition. And he was also part of uh, this. They found that he was also part of an online sniper group. What? And a sharpshooter forum, right? So like he, and he has military training. So he probably knows how to be a sharpshooter. And Jesus. I mean, this is dangerous. It's
1: really scary. Yeah.
0: And why one human being needs this many guns is ridiculous. Like, and I'm not a gun fan, you know, I'm not a gun fan. Like for me, I'm like heavy reform all the way. Mm. I don't think that one person needs to have access to this many weapons. You want to have your handgun. Fine. Maybe you you like to go hunting. You can have your one rifle. That's like an, a regular shotgun, like a double barrel. That isn't like a automatic semi-automatic rifle fine. But other than that, like, no, I say, no, stop hunting the deer. Stop hunting people. Like I Mm. am not into it. I don't, I don't even like hunting. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. I don't like it.
1: (sighs) All right. There has to be some sort of sensible. There has to be something, but having um,
0: having someone have a stockpile
1: of weapons is insane.
0: Yeah. It's one human being you, they should have on record. No, you already have a rifle. You don't need five. You don't need seven. You don't need a thousand rounds of ammunition. Yeah. it's Why do you excessive. need this? It's excessive. So according to the New York Times, um, he had this hit list
1: oh, God. that they found. Oh, my on God. his computer
0: it was like a spreadsheet.
1: Fuck this. And
0: on the hit list were journalists, Democratic politicians. What? Professors, SCOTUS judges, and other persons he considered, quote, leftists in general. Dang. And the article goes on to name some of the folks who he deemed traitors, um, which included host of CNN and MSNBC programs, like the well-known hosts, obviously, um, like the the Morning Joe guy and stuff like that, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Maxine Waters, Cory Booker, Richard Blumenthal, Kamala Harris, and many 2020 Senate candidates, Democratic, of course. Mm. And they found, like, you know, when they take your computer, they can look up your search history and all of that. Oh, no. And they saw uh, that he was Googling to see if SCOTUS or if senators had Secret Service protection. And to me, it's just so scary. Like, you don't know who's out there plotting. Yeah. You don't know who is out there plotting, They thinking about stuff like this, right? I mean, we just saw the kid in Buffalo, mm. and he's not the first person to do this, right? We we I mean, the, we had the synagogue uh, in Pittsburgh. We had the... Um, in Virginia, we had all of these things happening. Like, there, there's probably someone somewhere now plotting something, you know? And when you have, I, I saw this statistic the other day and I freaked out. Almost 40% of the country, almost 40% of the country think that the uh, election was stolen. Yeah. And that almost 40, like, it would be one thing to go, okay, like 5% of the people, like, there's all these Republicans... And maybe 5% believe like this extreme thing that that the election was stolen in America. But 40% is a large number. Well, I mean... That's a large number. That's almost half of this country
1: think that, that the presidency is false. But you have to remember too that people are really dumb. I know. I mean, they're really dumb. And the worst thing about humans is how gullible we are and how manipulative we can we can be you know or manipulated we can right. be it's so easy like we were talking about earlier with white supremacy it's so easy to just make somebody feel like they're better than someone else yeah. and then they'll disregard them as other and they'll disregard. and, them and, like, but they and so disregard they feel more logic. powerful they it's they about logic it's about ego and power and just giving somebody a little bit you know just a little bit like being friends with and elected yeah. Oh, well, this guy's my buddy. I want him to be elected. Oh, this, right. even though they're doing, they're shitty and can't win or they're doing bad they things. They don't care. That's okay. I'm still going to support them because X, Y, Z. Yeah. We can't, we can't do this anymore. Charlie Crist just came out and said nothing has changed from his, his stance on abortion. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> but still we got these fucking Democrats who want to support this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm over it. We got to right. start calling them out too. All right. So. Um, The Navy Times indicated that he spent $12,000 in three years buying those weapons. Holy cow. $12,000. And he also, along with the weapons, bought body armor, smoke grenades, and tactical vests. I mean, what is he doing? Why does a civilian need this gear? You know, if you want to be in the, go stay in the military- and go serve and, and use all the weapons that you want, right? I mean, it's I mean, ridiculous. I, you know,
1: after the shooting in Buffalo, I saw a lot of things. And, and there was a great tweet that went viral. And it talked about, you know, uh, freedom isn't owning all the guns you want. Freedom is being able to move about the world without the fear Thank you. of being shot. Right. You know, so when your freedoms, in you know, are, you know, what is it? What impeding. Wanna, impeding on me going to the grocery store. Right. Or my kids going to school.
0: And, and the thing it's is, probably not if, uh, if your
1: your small amounts of freedom right are putting lives in danger. People are being murdered because of it. We might have to analyze that, right? We might have to talk about that. And you know, my husband made a, a, such a great point because we were
0: talking about at uh, the Buffalo shooting, and he's like this asshole. You know, like I mean, he was livid, and he's like, you know, he this replacement theory. He's like, he killed grandmothers. Yeah, he killed people that he. He's like, what? What? It doesn't make any sense. You know, when you look at the the amazing people that were lost because of this ugly disease that we have this and this disgusting human being yeah, who was treated so much differently, who, who and there were people that were at that supermarket. I read a great article from a, a woman whose daughter was there and she's on the phone. Mm. Her, her daughter calls, she's like, call 911. Like there's a shooter. And she's on the phone with her daughter. And um, then like the phone goes silent and she's on the other line freaking out. She's like, I got out, I got out, like, the fear that this mother must have had, but they talk about how in that neighborhood cops do not treat them gently, they don't treat them with soft gloves, right? They hit hard in that community. Yet this guy was treated with the utmost of care. It's such bullshit. And 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 when they don't and when people don't understand why communities and black people are are pissed off, like, come on. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Like, we all can see it.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: All right. So at the time, um, federal prosecutors described him as a domestic terrorist, and they also noted that his intent was clear, which was to, quote, murder innocent civilians on a scale rarely seen in this country. I have to argue with the rarely seen, because I feel like we <laughs> see it all the time.
1: I mean, and also, All the time. You know, when mass shootings happen, you start looking at news from around the world, like, people reacting from around the world, and they are still, like- why is this still happening in America? Yeah. What, what is the, my and mother, does, my, the first thing my mother said to me is like, remember that shooting in New Zealand fucking 10 years ago and they yeah. completely banned assault yeah. weapons. They haven't had another mass shooting. No. Like they just flat out like two days later, banned assault right. weapons. And I mean, that we're you know, these are con- a lot of conservatives over there in yeah. New Zealand. So like, you know, it's the, it's our culture. We yeah. have this messed up culture and mindset. I just feel like everything's coming to a head. Oh, I thought God. Trump was the coming to the head, but it's not. No. We're nowhere near it yet. Uh, it's, and it's coming. Gonna, and it's going to be bad. Yeah. It's going to be It might bad. be a DeSantis presidency. I, I can't because it that be it? that,
0: it's going to be the end of America. Like, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, it's, I'm so stressed. I'm getting my Italian citizenship. That is what <gasps> I'm I can't planning. believe you haven't done that yet. I know. Well, it's very expensive.
1: Girl, it's, it's cost, an investment. I know.
0: It's going to cost like five grand though. It might be a fucking safety net. For like the whole family to do it. and the four and, of you? The for the four of us to do it, it's going to be like five, $6,000, which is get a your, lot. Take your parents, which is, too though. which is a lot. And, uh, they, uh, and it can t- it takes one to two years. So I have but to, you like, just did this when you did it. So oh. I can that give you a discount.
1: I wish. I do you know, this for the video. I don't know <laughs> if you can't see it with the audio. I'm putting my fingers together.
0: I have, I have like all the paperwork and I could probably do it myself, but I just need to pay someone because yeah. so I don't have to think about it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that's what I need to do. Mm, Girl. All right. So, in addition, the Times also noted that investigators found evidence that he wanted to kill off everyone, writing in a draft letter found on his computer, quote, I am dreaming of a way to kill almost every last person on Earth. Jesus. I think a plague would be most successful, but how do I acquire the needed Spanish flu, botulism, anthrax? Not sure yet, but we'll find something
1: wow COVID yeah and then COVID <laughs> happened and
0: that and um, there was also evidence that he wanted to start a race war uh quote start. "Much, yeah much blood will have to be spilled to get whitey off the couch Jesus. and he was really into uh I'm trying to get
1: whitey off the couch to vote <laughs> I know I mean does uh, <laughs> he have any did, are there yeah. anything in those plans oh, that get people have the fucking whitey off the couch I know god Jesus. damn it god damn it <laughs> And
0: what he was really into, he was, uh, so you covered this story. The, oh, the, the, I can't
1: stop laughing <laughs> about getting Whitey off the
0: couch. It's so you funny. Wanted to, he was really into what was happening in Oregon. And it was a story mm. that you covered yes. back in episode 34 on the, uh, God, what are their names? The Hammond yes. brothers. Yes. yes. So he was like really into that. And he wanted to piggyback off of that drama writing quote, please send me your violence that I may unleash it into their heads, onto their heads. Guide my hate to make a lasting impression on this world. Wow. And then he wrote about shaking things up with this cuckoo plan. He wrote, quote, food, fuel may be the key. If I can disrupt two or three weeks, right? So if he can stop food supply, then people would start looting or protesting or doing things. Then he said he would, quote, dress as a cop and shoot them, burn down apartment complex, bar the doors first, thermite on gas station tank. My God. Yeah. I mean, it was like thing after thing after thing that they're finding. And I have, um,
1: what happened to this guy? I have a, I uh, I know what happened to him. He
0: apparently like for years has been like, uh, you know, this, this self-proclaimed white supremacist, white nationalist skinhead kind of dude. And they, they, I have the link. I I forget which article it was, but it has in there, the PDF of all of like the documents that he was writing. Mm -hmm. So, he also drafted a letter to a neo-Nazi, letting him know that he liked his idea of uh, starting a, quote, white homeland in the Pacific Northwest. Now, <laughs> the Pacific Northwest, dear oh, God. yeah. Patch wrote an article noting that well, this there's idea- a of, There's a lot of
1: serial killers out there. <laughs> that's so maybe, what I was saying, Maybe you I'm should saying. go out there. Yeah,
0: well, for, you know, for all its beauty, we have, like, serial killers and, and neo-Nazis. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest, guys? Like, get it together. God. But- um, I guess this idea of like starting an ethno state mm. in the Pacific Northwest has been around since the 1980s like there have been wow. people like who have gone there and like try to start like these like you know uh, yeah. ethno state communes things like that to gather white people it's
1: malicious basically mm-hmm. really
0: Yes so wow it's 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 a thing Some other disturbing quotes from his letters as reported by the New York Times quote I never saw a reason for mass protest or wearing uniforms, marching around, provoking people with swastikas, etc. I was and am a man of action. You cannot change minds protesting like that. However, you can make change with a little focused violence.
1: Oh my God.
0: And then in another uh, passage, I am a longtime white nationalist, have been a skinhead 30 plus years before my time in the military. So prosecutors alleged, according to NPR, that Hassan was inspired by this guy, Anders, Brev, uh, Brevik, Brevik, I'm not saying it right, but he was this Norwegian right wing nut who killed yes. 77 people in Norway. He used a bomb along with like shooting them and yeah, he had a was like a camp or something
1: or an island? There's like a, it was a weird fucking thing. I yeah. remember this.
0: And he had a, a manifesto. And yeah. He, and so he was like inspired by this guy. Oh my God. And it's, so it's the NPR news article that has that PDF of the court docs where you can see like all the letters and all that information. Mm-hmm. All right, so- and it's pretty intense, like some of the other stuff. Like when you read through the full letters, you're like, what? It's good. like, it's clear that he had a plan. So the charges, one count felony firearms charge, one count unlawful possession of unregistered silencers, one unlawful possession of firearms silencers, one misdemeanor drug charge. So the drug charge was for these tram uh, tramadol pills that he mm. bought online. He bought thousands of them and they found like a stash of them. I guess he was like just taking these pain what is, pills. Oh, are, pain pills? It's like a type of opioid and he was taking that like daily. Oh, he's I all fucked up. So he's up. all messed up. Yeah. Jesus. So his attorney, public defender, Julie Stelazig. Oh, poor thing. Fought for his release until oh. trial saying, quote, we are not yet a country that detains people for their inner internet searches or deleted documents. Maybe whatever should, be. Maybe whatever, should be. Yeah. Maybe like,
1: should be. The internet is a scary fucking place, you know? Yes. I'll I'm, I'm, tell you what I google I'm Googling, like, how to get rid of hip fat. <laughs> by the way, well, front well, of hip, sometimes, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, lunges, by the way, and yeah. squats. Well, sometimes
0: <laughs> with this um, podcast, you know, um, we're looking up so many yes, different things, you know? So right. I'm like, God, my internet searches. <laughs> but then they'll go, okay, she has a podcast. Like, it makes sense, you know? But yeah. other people... U.S. Attorney for Maryland uh, prosecuting the case, Robert Hur, felt that uh, Hassan's capacity as a government official made this all the more ter- terrible, mm. noting, quote, The sheer number and force of the weapons that were recovered from Mr. Hassan's residence, in this case, coupled with the disturbing nature of his writings, appear to reflect a very significant threat to the safety of our community, particularly given the position of trust that Mr. Hassan held. I mean, he is in the U.S. military, Right? I mean, you're supposed to be protecting people in America. And probably could move freely in any sort of,
1: like, political event or something. You know what I mean? Put his uniform on and everybody's like, oh. Oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, they'll be able to walk through. I mean. You know what I mean?
0: So, according to the New York Times, he pleads guilty to the charges in October 2019, but- in March of that year, he had pled not guilty, but then mm. later on in October, like, like ma- the writing's on the wall. They have too much shit on you, bro. And he pleads guilty. So according to the New York Times and several other sources, Hassan was sentenced to 13 years, mm. which I felt like that's it, like 13 measly years, which we know will most likely be less, right? Um, he faced about 31 years, but ends up with 13. And according to 13 News Now, the judge in the case added a terrorism enhancement, which got him the 13 years because he wasn't, so even though they were calling him a domestic terrorist, they never charged him with domestic terrorism. They only charged him for the weapons and for the drugs. So with those like weapons charges, he could have got um, less time. So the judge adds on this enhancement
1: because there was no charge. So I wonder why, what is the charge? I, what What do you have to do to charge I mean, domestic terrorism I actually feel like kill somebody? Yeah,
0: like, I feel like it's very, very clear yeah, and you've that have a letters, and, terrorist yeah, he's, and he's his, a
1: nationalist. His plan is to target, you know, I, people who are leftists. And, and elected or, officials and, and SCOTAs. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh so, God, who knows? You know, yeah. it's so difficult because, uh, God, what was, I was watching a show recently. I forgot what it was, but, um. You know, the law is very particular. Sometimes it's very narrow. Yeah. And even though the, the the DAs want to charge someone, they have to have very specific evidence of something that had happened. And so you have to go through everything. And sometimes families are yes. disappointed because you can't charge yeah, somebody you with can't. something. I mean, but, um, well. yeah, it's a very narrow definition of like what is domestic terrorism maybe. Yeah,
0: I guess, I don't know. But his attorneys actually tried to just get him time served. Mm. So thank God he got some time.
1: Oh my God. Time and served. They
0: said they said he had been through enough and that he never oh. really oh. hurt anyone. See, right? this is the problem. Like, this is the problem. He never really hurt
1: anyone. So yeah. we, again, we have to wait till people are dead. Yeah. I was, That's what I it is? sat on a jury for a federal case. Oh my God. And it was a setup. It was somebody who was like, I want to sell these drugs, right? Right. And so the person who was like, uh, who, the, who the guy went to, to, to say, hey, sell these drugs to me, or guns, or something like that. Uh, he went to the police. Oh. And so the police recorded several meetings with all of them and like it's called it's not it's like entrapment right I mean that's what they were trying to say but it was really just a setup to see if they went through and he did go through and he got charged with it blah 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 but it's the same thing it's like he didn't actually do it right but he planned on doing it he planned the whole thing and showed up for the actual sale or whatever it was so he would have done it if it wasn't a
0: sting and it was real he would have done it same thing with this guy yes so, I love that, like, he's been through enough. Like, really? Also,
1: this this man is so fucking angry. My God. I know. Well, he, they tried you know, to when you're th- that obsessed like that. Yeah. What is that fucking like every day in his head? I don't like, know. my God. I don't know. So fucking angry. Well, like, can somebody just blow this guy already? Like, <laughs> what blow him. Oh. Get a smile on his face. And maybe if he comes in someone's mouth. Oh. Or gets a tight pussy. Oh, oh dang. Hi maybe wow. for five Woo. minutes he'll think less Woo, about white episode. supremacy think yeah maybe, less about white maybe. supremacy and more about fucking <laughs> my my solution for everything is just go get fucked oh my god well
0: i know so they also were painting him as your typical doomsday like run-of-the-mill doomsday prepper like he's just a mm. doomsday prepper he's just piling <laughs> guns for that like he's yeah, not right. you know he's not really gonna kill anyone uh, uh-huh. okay and he was a quote peaceful loving family man what yeah apparently he so a family apparently so holy shit that's so shocking if those writings in that stockpile weapons say peaceful and loving then whew, yeah. we are living I, in the upside down people we are you, living if, in the upside down
1: he, oh stranger things is coming back i know he uh, has <laughs> uh he's got kids and he's still got time to be this hateful those kids keep you fucking busy i don't, I don't have time to do anything are you kidding me stockpile weapons have a manifesto. I'm lucky if I can make a grocery list.
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't mean, know. I don't know if he was married with kids. Like I know, I don't know. Family man. He's a family man. So he must, right. Jesus. I didn't get those details or maybe I do later on and I just don't remember. <laughs> all right. So, um, ba, 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 ba. all right. So U S attorney Robert, her had this to say, quote, Mr. Hassan held racist and hateful views and he spoke racist and hateful speech. Hmm. Right. And he denounced like the decision. Um, But Mr. Hassan crossed the line between racist thoughts and racist speech. He crossed the line into racist and violent action. Ooh, he did. Right. It's one thing to like hold some ideas. It's another to spend years stockpiling weapons and writing about how you want to hurt people.
1: And also, like this I isn't mean, just like your journey. I, 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 don't know. Like you're making plans. I'm not trying to make a like light of it because it's obviously fucking awful. But like, there are other things to do. Like, I don't know. You can have these ideas, but like, can't you do things to keep you busy? Like, join a softball league. I don't yeah, know. Like, like watch Stranger Things. That'll keep up, take you right. a fucking week. Binge watch it. Well, like, how about how about read? Something. How about
0: how about read things to make you question why you have the thoughts that you do yeah, and maybe like, break out of. This cycle, yeah. If I had thoughts of like,
1: I want to buy a gun so I can shoot everybody. I say, I say, I need to make an immediate therapy appointment, right? Like something, but there's not. Some, th- but but maybe clicking. if you're that far gone, like
0: you don't, and, and you're like, maybe you're not capable of making a decision yeah. like that,
1: or you think you're right because you were raised yeah. this way. I mean, hate does not come from nowhere; it comes no, from your, your family, it comes way, from how somewhere. you were raised. So at his sentencing, Hassan said, "Quote." I am
0: embarrassed by these things and sorry for the pain they have caused. What? After he claimed that he wasn't planning on hurting anyone. So like he, w- he basically was like, I wasn't planning on hurting any. Like, I i am so sorry. What? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Like maybe you're embarrassed because you got caught. But usually these guys are like, fuck everybody. Like yeah. they stick by their shit. That's no. fuck. That's wild. Yeah. The Associated Press reported that Admiral Carl Schultz had this to say regarding the sentencing. Quote, Any semblance of hate, bigotry, or advocacy of violence has no place in our Coast Guard. Mm. This includes involvement with white supremacist or extremist groups of any type. This behavior is incompatible with the Coast Guard's core values of honor, respect, and devotion to duty. Mm. So the aftermath. The Associated... Press also reported that Hassan no longer has access to his retirement benefits as a result. I mean, he is a career
1: military man and it's
0: all gone. Like for sure. His Coast Guard benefits are like gone.
1: Oh my God, dude. Which is huge. That's huge.
0: And so remember that terrorism enhancement 13 news reported that because of that, his lawyers then later on, like after all this was over, tried to get the sentence vacated since they don't think it was fair or legal for the judge to add that enhancement. Because without the enhancement, he would only have to serve four years in jail, mm. not the 13. But the judge was probably like, like no, we, we got to do something. Enough. However, the Navy Times reported that the appeals court held up the 13-year sentence. Thank God. Yeah. So some points of interest, um, according to the New York times who cited Blumenthal's reaction to the hit list. So remember he was an elected official who was on that list. It seems like folks on the list were not contacted or told that they were on a white domestic terrorist radar. Blumenthal noted quote, I found out from the news when I heard about it. Oh my God. Like it just came out and he's like, Oh, 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 my name's on the list. Immediately, Immediately call the FBI agents to their houses. What are you talking about? Another thing I found interesting is when one of the New York Times articles was printed, so recall, this went down in 2019, 2020, it linked to another article about hate groups that were on the rise for the fourth year in a row. So it's no damn coincidence that the MAGA delusion and the QAnon groups and the access they have to social media platforms have contributed to
1: this. Absolutely. Right?
0: It's really bad. Every episode, we're like, wake up, wake up, wake up. But Come on, they're plotting to kill black and brown people and anyone who will stand up for them. And the people who think they're untouchable, they're going to be coming for you next. Yeah. No one is untouchable. And I know I've read it on this podcast before and I'm going to read it again because I don't care. But it's that poem. First, they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. Mm. Like that is it. Like you cannot just stand by and go, well, it's not happening to me. Mm. Like we have to be
1: more vocal and loud and just continue to call these people out. And and here's the thing. (sighs) It doesn't have to be a major like this thing happened. It could be at the dinner table when somebody makes a racist fucking joke or the Uber drive we talked about earlier. It's just saying, I don't like that. I don't tolerate it. Right. It's as simple as that. It's right. as simple as a racist fucking joke yeah. or yeah, a like misogynist joke. Get up and walk away. Misogynist get up and walk away. And you jo- but you should say to them, listen, I know you think that's funny. It's but not funny. It's not funny. And it's not cool to make fun of people or make racist jokes like that. Just say that. And even if they get defensive, like, no, 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 just not for me. And make them stop for a second. Right. And remember, like, think about that. Maybe they won't repeat it because those things aren't funny. It starts it's with little funny. microaggressions like yeah. that. And you should just stand up and say, I don't think so. It's not okay. It's not okay. And you know what else? Especially in front of your children. Don't let, let shit fly in oh front of my your God. fucking kids. Never, no. no. ever.
0: I can't tell, and I, I've said this before on here. I can't tell you how many times, like, especially when I'm watching old movies from the '80s and Ooh, even the '90s. Yeah. there are just so many like racist things, misogynistic things, like, they, and I, oh, I, I'm like, pause. We need to talk about this. This isn't like, and and my husband gets annoyed with me sometimes. But I feel like like that's what I have to do because they need to understand, and like we grew up looking at that, and so of course, like then it's internalized that this stuff is okay, and you have to learn, yeah, that it's not okay, yeah, and that takes work and time and learning to step back, learning to you know be okay that other people take the lead on things, like it's okay, yeah, it's okay to to be the supportive person in the background.
1: Like, it's it, fine. And you want your kids to be able to recognize it. You yes. want them to be able to sit there and hear something and go, that doesn't sound right. Right. You know, you want them to be able to acknowledge that something's not fucking right and really can't expect them to do so much now because they're so young. But right. to at least step up and say, I don't fucking think that's okay. Or ign- like hear something and know that it's fucking racist right. and be uncomfortable. I want my kids to be fucking uncomfortable when right. they hear something. Not that it's like, oh, this is okay. No, I want I you to be fucking tell uncomfortable. You
0: this week with, with you know I mean there's so much with like um, abortion and Oklahoma mm. it, it's just mm. like you know it's just one it it's never stops like I, I was under the delusion that somehow when Trump was out of office that these weekly because remember it was like every other day like it was like 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 just the, the stress of like what is happening and I thought well, maybe there'll be a reprieve and there's been some reprieve because we don't see his face every day in the news, mm. but the the remnants of what he has left these things sprouting everywhere because yeah. of of that ugliness it's 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 like never ending it's never ending well, even when he got
1: elected people were like oh it's not a, it'll be that big a deal it's only oh. four years the like you always love to talk about those judges it is left it's a lasting fucking it's a effect. lasting effect and it's not just supreme court which is a lifetime position which should not be right let's change that by the way yes uh it's the federal judges. It's, oh my it's god! All of those levels because when you, you go up to the appeals,
0: in. right? Like when we see it, like in Florida, when when DeSantis wants to gerrymander something, and then it goes to maybe one court, and then that court says, "No, no, no, you're wrong," and then he pushes it to a higher court,
1: which it came if back those, out. The maps I, came out okay. The, the, the maps
0: came out okay because those courts are now filled with people, yeah, right, that were appointed by a, a nut job or 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 lean a certain way. Like you know, we try to say that these seats are these nonpartisan seats, but they're not. Mm. They're not. And it's just like, what, what next, what next, what other rights are, are going to be continued to be taken away? Going back to this Buzzfeed news um, made a great point. A guy accused of plotting domestic terror doesn't get charged with domestic terrorism. And I, I read that whole article and I'm like, yeah, this is, it's
1: insane. Yeah. Like that it was clear he had a plot. Like, can we start charging these people for that? Yeah. I can think we it, start doing I that? Think that? But I got to tell you besides this case, Right. I think that that is a real fucking thing. Like this guy from Buffalo, I think is going to be charged with domestic uh, terrorism. Good. I think that that, you know, it's very clear who he was targeting right. and you could find all his writings and shit, his manifestos and shit. I think it is. I think that's starting to happen more and more. It's more. I it's hope happening. so. Yeah. I hope is. so. So
0: another thing uh, that is really interesting and important to talk about with this story is the kind of nationalism from military folks and mm. how this is not a new thing. The Southern Poverty Law Center wrote about it, noting that um, here in the state of Florida, for example, there's um, a man by the name of Michael Tubbs, who is the head of the South Florida chapter of the New Confederate League. He was a former Green Beret and a demolitions expert. He was arrested for trying to bring guns and explosives across state lines. He was involved with another group which are the Knights of the New Order which is another oh supremacist group. So this is someone again with this military background. They also mentioned former Klansmen and army vet Lewis Beam along with Wade Michael Page and Fraser Glenn Miller. All of I would love to cover all these people at some yes, point. Yes,
1: I you know we talked about the KKK before and their fun name like Grand Wizard. oh of the Ku so Klux Klan like stupid. all these fucking yeah. like Knights of the New Order. I mean these give me are a break. these are little men. Who are losers who have to give them self appointed titles like right. knights of the new know, order knights. to feel important because they have small dicks and no money. Yeah, they're the knights like the they're one losers. on uh, Monty Python <laughs> yeah. with the coconut. Yeah, although they were cool. So, never but mind. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's a way to feel self important right. when you're really like, and it's not even about being a loser. They're probably poor, white, working class people like us, like, right? right. Like, we're not right. fucking rich. No. You know? But like, it's, it's a enough. way for these men to feel important because they don't feel important in their regular lives. And they Find get to go other ways like and just jerk, jerk off, talk off with to people. people. they to- get to say the n word freely and jerk it's off so in front of each stupid. other. It's and so call each stupid. other wizard wizard? I know. Bitch, please. (laughs) Give me Dumbledore, give me death, is what I say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, they're Uh all Slytherin. I'm writing it down. They're
1: all Slytherin. Oh, that might be a good title. So, um,
0: (laughs) retired Army Reserve Lieutenant Colonel told Time Magazine that the military isn't vetting white folks enough, stating, quote, that's one of the reasons why they're having such a huge problem right now with white supremacists in the military. That's actually the big security (laughs) threat right now. Jesus. But she notes... That they do for immigrants, right? Mm. Like they do all of this like hardcore vetting of immigrants because a lot of times like immigrants will join the army because it's like a pathway to citizenship and all of that. And a survey done by the Military Times found that one in four, one in four U.S. soldiers have seen white nationalists in the military alongside them. Wow. That's 25% of our U.S. military. Wow. Wow. 25%. 25%. And we're going to foreign countries to help them. Right. Then we get Uh-oh. Trump, right? Who starts discharging immigrant service members, right? Because they're trying to get that path to citizenship, mm. which is garbage. And The Intercept made an interesting point to say that the Department of Justice didn't put out a press release like it often, often does um, when they do arrests or raids and whatnot on other acts of terror, Right. When it's not white people doing it. Mm. But f- for the Hassan case, for example, it was someone on Twitter who broke the news because, um, you know, they'll put out like, you know, I, I look at them all the time through this podcast. Like they put out a press release and you get the information of like the raid and what happened. And they didn't do that. The, this journalist happened to like follow all of their cases that, you know, even if they're not published online through a press release Mm -hmm. and that's how he saw it and broke the news on Twitter that this thing even happened. Wow. So it seems biased, right? Like maybe they have their reasons for releasing or not releasing. Maybe it's like, Oh, we don't want a copycat or who knows what, but like, we don't want this thing to seem biased that we're only going to be publicizing it if it's black or Brown people. Mm. Right. And, but not a white domestic terrorist. They have to just be released equally, right?
1: Every fucking level of everything (sighs) is so fucked. Every fucking level.
0: Is anything good? Is there anything fucking good? There's nothing good. And that neo-Nazi that Hassan wrote to um, allegedly was Harold Covington. This guy sold and continues to sell his neo-Nazi white supremacist bullshit books online at Amazon. And it's not just his garbage on there either. So Jeff Bezos, right? You want to do so much good in the world, right? Instead of spending your money on your whatever the hell. Taxes? The- oh yeah, yeah. Pay some taxes, pay your, your, your workers uh, a decent wage. And why don't you uh, start looking at the content? Because guess what? Amazon is a private business mm. and you can decide what's sold and what's not sold on there. So how about we start uh, uh, putting the, 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 the boot on the neck To these guys and not letting them have access to
1: places like Amazon for people to download this garbage. Yeah. P.S. You, you, even if they sue you because you throw them off of there, you've got enough money to oh, fight please. this case. You've got more you than could, enough money. Yeah. And maybe you can have sh- set precedent somewhere. Yes. That this shit's not allowed and that other yes. private sellers could also ban yes. it. They could, they could follow your fucking. Yeah. Lead. You want to go sell it, go sell it on your
0: own website, but yeah. you're not selling it on Amazon. Because Here's the
1: thing. because now, it now,
0: now Amazon is making money. So yeah. now you're complicit, right? Cause you're taking money from this bullshit and you, yeah, you have enough money. I, fucking, I gotta tell
1: you, I, Amazon is so evil, but I fucking love it. I, I have been it. off,
0: I have been off Amazon now for how long? Over oh a year God. and it's hard. It oh. is so damn hard, but I'm like, I, I, I can't do it.
1: And That's plus my said. husband,
0: my husband will kill me. <laughs> He's I like, love fuck it. Jeff I Bezos. Love
1: fucking Amazon. I can't take and it. I, know, I like, feel and, guilty and, and as fuck, but I'm like, I need these shoes tomorrow. Yes. What am I going to do? You know <laughs> and what I, I mean? know, and I know that he,
0: I believe it was Jeff Bezos who said that if anyone at Amazon needed to have an abortion, that he would fly them.
1: Oh my God. I thought.
0: I thought I could be wrong, but I believe that there was something about that. So if that's the case, like, okay, you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. But But get rid of the neo-Nazi shit, please. If you can get rid of the neo-Nazi shit, if you can support your employees a little bit better. please, Okay. Then maybe I can get back. Maybe I can get back on board with Amazon. But until then, you know, no. Good for you, Tina. All right. So uh, that's the story of Christopher Hassan, a white domestic terrorist who plotted to commit murder.
1: Love it. Oh God, I just saw Alfredo text come up. It says Happy Gala Day." He's Ooh. here Alfredo was here last night dropping shit off for me to do and he said, I won't bother you until after nine thirty. And I was like, he knew we were recording. Uh-oh. I was like, <laughs> Can you make it noon? Because I know. we have a lot of editing to do. <laughs> my God. He's all over our asses. Ooh. I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. I just got a little <sighs> bit of butterflies. I'm it's so gonna, excited. I, I
0: am too. I just, I feel like, I don't know why I'm so excited, but
1: I'm so excited. Here's the thing We've too. We've been needing this. We need it because here's the thing. We work really hard yes. for this group. Like we do a lot of yes. fucking work. And so we're going to have volunteers again work in the door, oh. which is amazing. So we can enjoy the event. Yes. But we do a lot of work all fucking yes. year. We have two meetings a month. You yes. do all the notes. I do all the treasury stuff. We make fucking, I make. Oh I my god! We have made so many fucking graphics in the last two weeks for this gala, and Alfredo's oh very particular.
0: I'm sure they're beautiful and amazing. Whatever. I can't wait. Whatever. <gasps> I can't wait for all of this.
1: I'm over it, is what I I'm can't saying. wait for all of this. Me too. I mean, it's enough. I keep getting a okay. spam risk call. Oh, okay. forget
0: those spammers.
1: Spam. <gasps> all oh. right. Well, see oh. you at the gala.
0: <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please follow the episode notes on our blog at themuckpodcast.fireside.fm and be sure
1: to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at themuckpodcast. To support the muck podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have 3 levels of support and different goodies for each level: Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.